Welcome to Miracles for You podcast. Um, today, this is the Memorial Day weekend, right? Right. So today is Sunday, and we're looking at Lesson 91. Miracles are seen in light. So I thought I'd just read one paragraph at a time, and we can make comments on it. Would that work for you? Okay. All right. Miracles are seen in light. It is important to remember that miracles and vision necessarily go together. This needs repeating and frequent repeating. It is a central idea in your new thought system and the perception that it produces. The miracle is always there. Its presence is not caused by your vision. Its absence is not the result of your failure to see. It is only your awareness of miracles that is affected. You will see them in the light, and you will not see them in the dark. Well, I guess the dark would be the ego, right? And if you're in the light and you're in the Holy Spirit's mind, you will see them. Is that what it means? Yeah, well... Darkening. Let's define a little bit more what we mean by ego and Holy Spirit. Well, you know. the ego is the false self, and it's it's an idol replacing God. It's the belief you're not one with God, belief you're separate. So that would be the darkness, I would think. Yeah, and I think another attribute of the ego is it thinks it it thinks it knows, and this connection to the Holy Spirit, I mean, at least you have to start out with not knowing. If you know if if you can suspend your judgment, if you can put yourself in this space of emptiness and anticipation of hearing something or seeing something that's not of your own making, then you're closer to the light. Mm -hmm. But if you think you know, and you have a lot of judgments and you have a lot of conclusions about something, then you're closer to the ego mm -hmm. and that would def it would define that as the dark. Mm -hmm. Would you say that's right. true? Yeah. Okay. To you then, the light is crucial. While you remain in darkness, the miracle remains unseen. Thus you are convinced it is not there. This follows from the premises from which the darkness comes. Denial of light leads to failure to perceive it. Failure to perceive light is to perceive darkness. The light is useless to you then, even though it is there. You cannot use it because its presence is unknown to you, and the seeming reality of the darkness makes the idea of light meaningless. What would well, you say about that? That's what we were just saying, though. It's the same. It's it's kind of repeating the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, a bit. Mm -hmm. That if you're in the egos, you can't, in your ego's thought system, you can't even see the miracles. Well, and I think it's also kind of 
when you're in a dream, you think the dream is real and you can't imagine there's something else. Mm -hmm. You're caught in it. You're part of it. You're a player active in that dream. So in the darkness, you don't really know you're in the darkness, mm -hmm. but you're not perceiving the light. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in a state of conflict, then you're not perceiving the light. Well, let's go on. To be told that what you do not see is there sounds like insanity. It is very diffi difficult to become convinced that it is insanity not to see what is there and to see what is not there instead. You do not doubt that the body's eyes can see. You do not doubt the images they show you are reality. Your faith lies in the darkness, not the light. How can this be reversed? For you it is impossible, but you are not alone in this. Hmm. What would you say yeah. to that? What does it mean you're not alone in this? Well, I think when you're determined to see things differently in the light, mm -hmm. you have the help of the Holy Spirit. No, okay. So you're suspending this. This says you do not doubt that the body's eyes can see. You do not doubt the images they show you are reality. Your faith lies in the darkness, not the light. That's the trouble. We put faith in the ego, right? Faith in what the body's eyes perceive, yeah. mm -hmm. which is also faith in our own judgments, our own, uh, you know, assessments of a situation or a person. So we think that that's accurate when really it's not. And that's what keeps us in the dark. Mm -hmm is our attachment to our point of view. So at some point we have to suspend our point of view. This is kind of leading us there. Your efforts, however little they may be, have strong support. Did you but realize how great this strength, your doubts would vanish? Today we will devote ourselves to attempt to let you feel this strength. When you have felt the strength in you, which makes all miracles within your easy reach, you will not doubt. The miracles your sense of weakness hides will leap into awareness as you feel the strength in you. What do you think this strength is it's talking about? Um, the strength is your real self, you know, um, your connection to the to God right your oneness with God is your strength well it's asking you to give up what the body's eyes can see and the problem is we we don't have too much experience with that because we're so used to our perception as it is and then all of our judgments that go along with it. So now this is asking us to suspend that and 
almost see what we don't see. It's like what we do see is saying is leading us to the darkness. And then what we don't see, it says, is leading us to the light. And then it says, well, it seems like insanity to you to say what I don't see is real, but what I do see is not real. Oh, yeah, I get, I guess so. So that that what would I be see, what I see includes everything I'm looking at out here. Well, in your mind, what you judge it, how you assess it, how you organize it, mm-hmm. you know, that's all the ego's thought system. Mm-hmm. So, and we're very attached to that. And now this is saying the, that's the body's eyes. That's the perception the body's eyes has put together, and it's saying that's not the light. That's actually the dark. But we're so used to validating that that's what's real. This is asking us to give it up and see something that is more real, but that we have no perception of it. We're asked to see something that we're not used to seeing. Right, exactly. You do not doubt that the body's eyes can see. You do not doubt the images they show you are reality. Your faith lies in darkness, not the light. How can this be reversed? For you it is impossible, but you are not alone in this. Okay, so we're trying to reverse the way we see. Would you say that that's what this lesson is doing? Right. And now the problem is, what we think we see, and we've given all kinds of reality to that and images to that. You know, my thoughts are images I have made. It's lesson 15. So we give validity to those images and we say that's reality. That's what our body's eyes can see. And this lesson is telling us, well, that kind of perception is keeping you in the dark. You don't have this vision of the Holy Spirit. But it does say you're not alone in this action of reversing your vision. How Your efforts, however little they may be, have strong support. Well, what do you think that support is? That would be from the Holy Spirit, right? You tell me. Yeah. Well, that's the only answer I would get. So... Are we going to make contact with the Holy Spirit in this lesson Mm. is basically what this is leading us to. The miracles your sense of weakness hides will leap into awareness as you feel the strength in you. Well, what do you think that strength is in you? Yeah, there's... It, I was saying it must be your real self, your true self, that's the Holy Spirit's mind, is the strength. Because the ego is no strength at all, really. Okay. Three times today, set aside about ten minutes for a quiet time in which you try to leave your weakness behind. This is accomplished very simply as you instruct yourself that you are not a body. Hmm. 
Faith goes to what you want, and you instruct your mind accordingly. Your will remains your teacher, and your will has all the strength to do what it desires. You can escape the body if you choose. You can experience the strength in you. Begin the longer practice period with this statement of true cause and effect relationships. Miracles are seen in light. The body's eyes do not perceive the light. But I am not a body. What am I? I am spirit. I am not a body. I am spirit. So, I mean, it's very important that we make this contact with this other energy or this other way of seeing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because if we don't, then we're using the body's eyes and we're not perceiving the light. Miracles are seen in light. The body's eyes do not perceive the light. Mm. So the question is, are we able, are we willing? I mean, can we use this will, it says. Your will remains your teacher, and your will has all the strength to do what it desires. So we have to apply our will to giving up the way the body's eyes perceive. Mm. It says miracles are seen in light, the body's eyes do not perceive the light. Well, so are we gonna, going to are we, You're not going to see the miracles through the body's eyes, is what they're saying. Well, how could you see that any differently? Yeah, that's what I mean. But I am not a body, what am I? Read the next part. The question with which this statement ends is needed for our exercises today, which is, but I am not a body, what am I? What you think you are is a belief to be undone, but what you really are must be revealed to you. The belief you are a body calls for correction, being a mistake. The truth of what you are calls on the strength in you to bring to your awareness what the mistake conceals. How do you see that? Well, it's hard not to um, rely on the body's eyes because everything you see out there has a form and uh, so you're asked to see something that you, that you can't see, in, a, in other words. Yeah. And right. so, how do you see something you can't see, is the question. Yeah. To be told that what you do not see is there sounds like insanity. Yeah. And it's very difficult to be convinced that it is insanity not to see what is there and to see what is not there instead. So... We think what the body's eye sees is there. Yeah. Could you say that? Yeah. And then this other thing that it says the body's eyes do not see it. We don't think it's there because we don't see it. Mm-hmm. I, I know that sounds a little um, like semantics, but that's the way it is. That's the difficulty. We see through the body's eyes and we're not willing to give that up because we think that's the only reality. 
but this is saying, well, that's led you the wrong way. That's led you into judgments and conflicts and problems and separation and, you know, breakdown of relationships. So that's the body's eyes perception. And you have to give that up in, dis in order to see this light. So are we willing to give it up? Are we willing to see ourselves not a body? If you are not a body, what are you? You need to be aware of what the Holy Spirit uses to replace the images of a body in your mind. You need to feel something to put your faith in as you lift it from the body. You need a real experience of something else, something more solid and more sure, more worthy of your faith and really there. If you are not a body, what are you? Ask this in honesty and then devote several minutes to allowing your mistaken thoughts about your attributes to be corrected and their opposites to take their place. Say, for example, I am not weak, but strong. I am not helpless, but powerful. I am not limited, but unlimited. I am not doubtful, but certain. I am not an illusion, but a reality. I cannot see in darkness, but in light. Well, I was just thinking, you know, that could be applied to anybody's personal lie. Mm -hmm. You know, I am not good enough. I am not not good enough. I am good enough. Yeah. I am not weak. I am strong. I am not guilty, but I am innocent. Mm -hmm. You know, so this is kind of a undo, redo right. process right. here. Right, like the one we have. Yeah. What's the next one there? In the second phase of the exercise period, try to experience these truths about yourself. Concentrate particularly on the experience of strength. Remember that all sense of weakness is associated with the belief you are a body, a belief that is mistaken and deserves no faith. Try to remove your faith from it, if only for a moment. You will be accustomed to keeping faith with, more, with the more worthy in you as we go along. How do you see that? Is that the end? No. Mm. What would you say to see, that? Um, well, when you say I am worthy, that puts you in strength. If you say I'm you know, unworthy, that makes you weak. So it is like the undo-redo process, really. Well, and I think um, often the miracle starts with a very powerful I am statement, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So that's one of the most powerful s sentences, mm -hmm. and it's only two words, I am. Right. So whatever you put after that is what you're manifesting or what you are aware of. So this is saying, well, if you put weakness after I am, then you're going to be weak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you put strength after I am, then you're going to be strong because I am is like your connection to your identity. In fact, 
it, it is the definition of identity. I am. Right. It's a pure statement of identity. So this question of, well, if I'm not a body, what am I? That, that is like a fundamental uh, miracle. Well, I am as God created me. Well, what would that be? What would the attributes of that be? If I am as God created me, how could I say I am weak? Yeah. Then you would be saying God creates weak things. Right. So this is very fundamental miracle here. It's the I am statement. Mm -hmm. And then what you put after I am is an instant manifestation. Mm -hmm. Relax for the rest of the practice period, confident that your efforts, however meager, are fully supported by the strength of God and all his thoughts. Now, when it, it says his thoughts, that's capitalized. So, let's just say, I am weak would be a thought of the ego. Mm -hmm. That would not be capitalized mm -hmm. in the Course. That would be saying... That's the very thing that the body's eyes perceive, and you have to transcend it. So then, well, what transcends it? Then it would say, well, the thoughts of God transcend the thoughts of the ego. And that would be capitalized, thought of God. And that would be, well, I am strong as God created me. Something like that. They're both I am statements. But one is from the ego, and one is from your true self that is not relying on the body's eyes. Relax for the rest of the practice period, confident that your efforts, however meager, are fully supported by the strength of God in all his thoughts. It is from them that your strength will come. It is through their strong support. Now again, them and their are capitalized. Mm -hmm. Strong support that you will feel the strength in you. They are united with you in this practice period in which you share a purpose like their own. Theirs is the light in which you will see miracles because their strength is yours. Their strength becomes your eyes that you may see. Mm. That's pretty beautiful. Mm. Yeah. While you were reading that, I was thinking about um, describing this, you know, what Helen Schuchman did. It was just so amazing that she could take that down perfectly. Mm. Right? Yeah. Well, Tarji often uh, referred to her as the mother of the Christ's mind mm -hmm. and that she was as holy as Mary. Right. So who knows how divine forces prepared her just for this one mission, you know? So it could have taken eons, you know, could have taken 2000 years for her to, and that mission to take shape, Maybe. you know? five or six times an hour at reasonably regular intervals, 
Remind yourself that miracles are seen in light. Also, be sure to meet temptation with today's idea. This form would be helpful for a special purpose. Miracles are seen in light. Let me not close my eyes because of this. So, yeah, I mean, I think this is trying to get us towards a different vision. Miracles are seen in light and the body's eyes do not perceive the light. So what am I? What am I to see? And then this says miracles are seen in light. Let me not close my eyes because of this. Well, what would close your eyes look like? What, what do they mean, close your eyes? Um, they don't mean close your eyes and shut them. They, they mean see with the ego, I think. Yeah, you're seeing with the body's eyes again. You're making judgments, you're making assessments, you're making conclusions. So that is actually weakness. And to suspend that takes a lot of strength. And then it says to suspend the use of the body's eyes, then you're open to perceive the light, which is not of the body's eyes. And you do have help in this from the Holy Spirit. So we're constantly being asked to let the Holy Spirit guide us in our life. I give my life to God to guide today. It's 2.33. So are we suspending our vision of the body's eyes? Or our judgments, our assessments, our conclusions are we suspending that which maybe we're not because people are so attached to the known and they're so uncomfortable with this moment of the unknown they hardly ever do that they hardly ever suspend their vision of the body's eyes it's it's they spend 24 7 365 in that in that awareness or that uh it's really kind of lack of awareness for something yeah. higher. So this is saying, okay, stop it. Miracles are seen in the light. And the way you're seeing is the dark. And you can't even see the miracles as long as you keep seeing that way. Because you're in the dark. So you have to stop seeing the way you're seeing. Mm. Which is using the body size. And then in that moment where you've suspended your method of seeing is when the Holy Spirit can enter and show you the light. Does that make sense? Yeah, but if somebody asked you, how do you do that? There's no how there to it. There is no how to it, right? There, there, there is a determination to not use the body's eyes. Which could mean you have to give up all your judgments about somebody mm. and yourself. Mm -hmm. You might perceive yourself as guilty, as weak, as not good enough, as not enough, as too much, as, uh, you know, we've got 300 some personal lies. People perceive themselves that way, so that has to be given up. So your only job is to undo and let go. And then the Holy Spirit is going to rush in there mm -hmm. and show you something else. But And that's where faith comes in because we don't know what that something else is. Well, 
we have to proceed with faith. You know, just to complete this, we watched this documentary on Lewis and Clark, and they were given this assignment by Jefferson to go explore the continent. They had just done the Louisiana Purchase, and they were given the assignment to go up the Missouri River and try to find the Northwest Passage and you know, they're basically going into the unknown. Mm, totally. Yeah. And it took a lot of faith to do that. A lot of courage, a lot of faith. Because they didn't know what they were going to find. They they might find, uh, you know, hostile Indian tribes that would kill them in a second, mm-hmm. you know. So this thing about faith is necessary when you're giving up the way the body's eyes perceive and you don't know what's over there or at the other side of that, well, that's where faith comes in. You have to trust that the Holy Spirit is going to give you miracles. It's going to show you the light. And then they did have miracles too. They did. They had, they had a lot of faith. Yeah, so that's what we have to do when we study the Course in Miracles. So thank you for joining us for this <laughs> Miracles for You podcast and uh, have a good day on this Memorial Day weekend. <laughs>